Welcome to Car Selling Secrets, Dougie. Doug Sprinthal and my special guest. Jay Marie Fieger. Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen. Catherine Brandt. Katie Harms. Andy Brant-Bernard. And Cassie Trader. We'll be right back with Car Selling Secrets. What do you think of that time? A lot of chicks in here. (laughs) I told you, five to three, man. Testicles! (laughs) (laughs) Prostate! I'm so happy we're married. That's all I have to say. Testosterone! You're such an inspiration. So anyway, Doug, you're going to do a spot? No. Go ahead. Why not? That's what I'm saying. We're going to do a spot? Yes. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Manager. Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Best jingle in town. Who wrote it? I did. Oh, there's a shock. And played all the instruments, other than some girl that sang. Some girl. Some random lady. It was Miss Sarah. It was Miss Sarah. We are joined on Car Selling Secrets. I think this is episode 31. A good friend of mine, Jay Marie Fieger, has been in the advertising business in the Twin Cities for a long time. But here's how we start out the show. You get to tell us the story of your first car. And try to make it really interesting. If, if it was boring, just try make, to make something it interesting. up. Really We've nice had guy. cars that caught on fire. We've had. It's actually been really some very interesting stories. So take it away. Uh, my first car was a hand-me-down from my grandfather. It was the gold <clears throat> Charger. You had a Charger '74. Oh man! That's wow! A it was fun. Wow! Had a muscle car. I did for a few years, and then my dad realized he liked it, and I ended up having to buy another one. But it, it was a very fun car. <laughs> so, and I drove a lot on the country roads and yeah. never flipped it. Almost. Oh. Once or twice. But, like yeah, it. it was a fun car to start with. Did the boys yeah. like the Charger? The boys liked everything at that age. <laughs> they did. It was, it was a fun time of life. Yeah, they're an easy sell. Uh-huh. <laughs> My daughter just started driving and I was trying to find a car that had no back seat, but I just was not available. There's an old... Uh, uh, Dodge ad where a uh, guy shows up to take his teenage date out and dad answers the door and he looks out and he goes, oh, you got a conversion van. I used to have one of those back in the day. And then his mind flashes back. <laughs> and the next cut is the, the, the boy and the girl are driving down the street in a Viper. And the, the, and the girl goes, I can't believe dad let me let you drive this. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, I put my daughter in a big old pickup truck. Did she you? Learned to drive. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you run into yeah. stuff. I figured she was I lived with Andy. Yeah. I learned to drive in a pickup truck. Yeah. You're driving in a pickup truck. So. Yeah. I, I have to ask you a question. Yes. Because I've, I've known Figures, I've known Niemers, you're all related. Uh, through business, yes. <laughs> through business. Sam Niemer started Niemer, Figure, or Niemer Advertising in 57. He'd been a radio rep for KDWB. Mm-hmm. And one of his clients said, hey, if you open your own shop, I actually have his first direct mail piece. It was literally a cedar tile that said, you got it, I'm opening my own place. And... Um, Fast forward, my dad worked for him, and in 73, Sam retired. My dad bought it, and in 83, I started hanging out there and emptying garbages and cleaning shelves. And so how did Dr. Dr. Niemer end Dr. Niemer's Sam's son. 
Sam's son, yes, really? Because Dr. Niemer now is... Infamous. Infamous. He's amazing. Notorious. Yes. He was smart enough not to go into this business. You want to hear my Dr. Niemer story? I, By the way, he's a... Uh, what do they call that again? Proctologist. Proct- no, a proctologist. proctologist. Yeah, he's a proctologist. Yes. So basically all the other doctors call him Niemer the Reamer. Because <laughs> he's a proctologist, Why right? wouldn't you? Now here's the greatest part. Testicles. <laughs> Testicles again. Here we go. Damn time. So I go in. Waist down. I go in for that. Uh, and I, I can't even remember the name of it. What's it called when you do the? Colonoscopy. The colonoscopy. Yeah, I go in for the colonoscopy. The ream. So, the ream. <laughs> for the ream. And Dr. Neiman, Dr. just a really laid back, nicest guy in the Amazing world. Human. He's not practicing anymore, though, is he? I think he's retired and enjoying Florida and the Gulf. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly right. So, <laughs> Dr. Neiman, Tom, I have a question for you. Oh, no, he, when he does, by the way, when he does the, the exam, he goes, we now gently will... Enter the anus. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Thanks, yeah. like Thanks Marlon Perkins. Yeah, he's like Marlon Sadly, Perkins. there could be but one, one outcome. outcome. <laughs> so he says to me, Tom, I've, I've known you for many years now. I was wondering if I could ask you a favor. And I said, yeah, uh, whatever. He goes, stop clenching. I've got to come. Yeah, stop clenching. Just breathe he said, he said, I have a couple of assistants that are huge fans of your show, and I wonder if you would have time to talk Aww. to them. And I said, well, absolutely. I, that'd be no problem. Uh, and now I don't take medication because I don't have to take medication for that deal, right? So I'm lying there. He's doing the exam. And these two assistants walk in. And I do an interview with a hose up my butt. It was pretty interesting. Well, took I mean, your mind like, off the uh, hose up. The when, I turned, when I turned 50, I had... When I turned 50, I had my first one, and they gave me a mild sedative. Um, so yeah, I was awake, were. but I was driftier than normal. Yeah, right. same the here. same thing happened. The, the nurse is like, can I ask you a question? Said, yeah, sure. Are you the Doug Sprinthal that's on the morning show? With Tom? <laughs> well, yes. Yes, I am. Mm, nope, so I have another Sprinthal. question. What's he really like? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You got a What do you think I'm going to say? That are not in the family wow. like us three get that all the time, right? It's so like, next what's time you really have, like? oh, next time you have one of those, you should bring you know a plate of hors d'oeuvres, yeah. 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 serve right. some so stuff, have a few drinks, headshots, headshots would be good. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good deal. You know what? I tell him he's just as bad as you think he is. Yeah, I've told people. I've told a couple people. Said you know, we're not really even friends. He's a total asshole. Is he really? I knew it. I knew it. it. Thanks. I knew it. That's great. But no, I've uh, I've known either Niemers or Figures. God, how many years? But thirty some years now. Since 1957, we've been around. You haven't been around quite that long, but thrilled to still be here. (laughs) So when did you take over the shop from your dad? Uh, Three years ago. Okay. Three years ago. And the shop, for those that don't know, is Niemer Fieger Advertising Agency. Marketing. Marketing slash PR. Um, I'm sorry, you asked, where's my father? My father's smart. He's in Florida until March. Oh, he, until yeah. March. Until March. Why does he come back in March? Um, to see us, I guess. It's too early. Yeah. Oh. We'll see. If <laughs> Last it's still, year, I June see, he was too stay. early. <laughs> yeah, came no back. It's like June was about 30 degrees every yeah, day. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, uh, what are you going to do? So, well, Doug, I don't want to get in your way. No, go ahead. I knew this was going to happen, and then when Katie showed up, I figured I could just sit back and... <laughs> Take back and do absolutely nothing yeah, no, the rest of cool. the day. So like all the I'm other all morning about shows. High reward, low effort. <laughs> That's why I like you so That's much. That's why you should get along. I'm the president of the Underachievers Association. Well, somebody's gotta do it. That's right. Uh, I'm, I I gotta kinda skirt around this in a way. I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but I just um because I do, I, I do a lot of the sales for the morning show. I do the sales for this show. Um, you know, of course, I work with uh, with Cumulus on that whole deal too. But I, I just, a lot of people don't know anything about advertising or how it works. And I'm talking about most of the people that are in the business. <laughs> they really don't know, or they have no idea how it works, do they? Well, I think you have a unique point of view. Um, having oh, you the, think? The, I do. I do. The history you've had. I mean, I remember. Have you met yourself back in the eighties when <laughs> when Mama. we you make it work and your your talent is is singularly amazing and if anybody could oh, put together like the millions of dollars, 
that have been sold by your voice. It's today. It's just different. There's more layers, lots more layers. Oh, there's a lot more layers now. And you can't Absolutely. just count on meters, and you can't just count on oh god what's no. being printed. You have to look at the psychographics. You have to look at the activity, social media, tie it all together. There's a lot of noise in the world. So I have, I have a question. When we were talking about this in, during the break, um, and we were talking about the the problem with the people meters not really measuring the audience correctly, and and how Jay Marie does it on a local level where you have to have boots on the ground intelligence and right. that sort of stuff. Right, right. But what happens with the big national accounts? Do they just look straightly at numbers and say, "I'm taking this, that, and the other thing, and that's it"? Because according to these improper measurements, they score really high. Or do they actually dig a little bit deeper? You know, I've never been in their shoes, but I can say I would hope that they would do a bit more than just look at numbers and ratings and circulations and all of those measurements. Right. But you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can't just shoot in the dark. You definitely want to reach, you know, boys with left hands and blue eyes, and they live in this zip code. You've got I'm to right start handed, somewhere. I'm right-handed, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so they're living all but. I, I would assume they need something to go on, and, and depending on on where they go and what they do and who they're looking for. And do you do you ever do? I would love to have you come over and figure out somehow. Have you come over and talk, and talk to the the people at KQRS about that? Because I talked to them about it, mm-hmm. and since I'm a, like a morning disc jockey, they go, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, whatever." <laughs> but this is what I talk about. You cannot just count on one thing now because. We had right. talked about television earlier. Mm-hmm. Television made that mistake for a while, and it just counted oh, wow. on one thing, and that was a really bad idea. You can't right. do that anymore. It moves daily. It's it does. A moving target, absolutely. So we got to get you in. Dude, I don't even. I, I'd, I'd I love no, to come over. Well, would you really? Absolutely. I would. Make sure I'd you do, charge them enough. Bring, Cumulus yeah, has a lot of money. I did it for uh, free, uh, and I feel like I got screwed. <laughs> Shelly had me over there about eight years, six years ago. She says, "Will you come over and talk to the sales staff?" And like, oh, really? Yeah. How do you know about sales? Well, what I told them was, (laughs) I said, "You know, I get pitched by you guys all the time. I don't really care about your demographics that much, honestly, because I don't really believe them. I just, for me, it's really all about content. And if you're selling advertising, I think it's important that you make sure the content's good, too, because if it's shitty and you don't say anything, it's not going to work, and they're going to blame you. Right. No, I just think it... it, it, Nick Busalis was giving me the finger from the back row. (laughs) Nick was? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Just in a good way. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I've known him a long time. But I think it'd be very good for them, and and I would do it with you, so we talk talk about that. I just think it's a really good thing, because I, I literally... It scares me when I look at all these different things. Now, when you put them together into one piece, then it right. all works. Right. But if you're not doing Absolutely. that, it's a big mistake. Right. Um, that would be great. Now, now, I'd love to. I'd bring some of my smarter buyers. I have three women who are amazing, have oh, really? sold and have bought and really know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's. Planning. I would love to do that. I don't know. We need more men in the world. We're doing just kidding. <laughs> you, well, you That's must know people over. Let him come to if you <laughs> no, bring I'm not food com- and beverages. You can. You come must know people over at the station, don't you? I don't. Even, I don't know if you do or not. It's. it's um, I haven't been on the street as much as I used to get to be. I'm well, I know, but I mean, you know some. Oh people, yeah, right? absolutely. I just think it'd be really good for them to hear. You got to do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and you got to do it right. And it, look, I mean, back in the days when when radio was different and we had a thirty share in the morning, the highest rated morning show in the country, nobody ever worked. Yeah, you just had to answer the phone. <laughs> you just answered the phone. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And now that the business has changed some, luckily the morning show um, still has all its whatever. But yeah, I just think that's for you to talk about this today with Doug. I think is going to help a lot of people because I don't think most people want to admit we have to go at this from several different directions. Absolutely. And measurement, constant, constant measurement. Yeah. Absolutely. Are we selling widgets or cars? So i got to tell a story about, it wasn't really the first time that we met, but it was the first time Jay Marie really, I went, whoa, this woman's really smart. Oh, I don't uh, know. This here was, we go. This Wait, was back this in the recording? How much money you got on you? <laughs> this was back in the depths of the recession. And as you remember, Chrysler and General Motors were going through a government-led bankruptcy and for some reason, the manufacturers said, well, part of our problem is we have too many dealers, which is complete bullshit. That's a problem if you're the dealer, but if you're the manufacturer, it doesn't really matter. So they started closing dealerships. And oddly enough, at our, we had two Buick GMC stores. The one in Bloomington that you go to fairly often was like number one and number two in the state. It was one of our oldest businesses. We had one in Roseville, and we were like kind of nervous about that because it was new and it wasn't doing very well. So we get a letter on the one in Bloomington. 
And Paul Walzer, I mean, the blood drained out of his face. He didn't know what to do, and so we got everybody together in a room, and Jay Marie was doing some uh, marketing for us and does PR as well, and he called her up and said, I, I need you in this meeting. We've got to figure out what to do. And his first reaction was to not say anything, don't tell anybody. And I thought that that was a bad strategy, but he wasn't really listening to me because he knows me pretty well. Uh, but Jay Marie was like, you know, they're going to find out you got to get in front of this. You can't hide from the truth because it's going to get you. And he's like, well, how would they find out? And she goes, well, here's one way. Hey, um, I, uh, I, I'm the FedEx driver that dropped off that, that package at your dealership. I can't read the signature. Can you tell me you signed from the letter for GM? And he went, holy shit, they do that? I said, yeah, that's what reporters do. They're going to get the story's going to come wow. out. Yeah. And, so, and I had been on, the, on TV being interviewed a lot because we looked at it as a marketing strategy. Everybody's worried about the recession. All the news locals want to get the dealer's point. And I'm like, okay, we, this is a way we can market ourselves for free. So I'm in the meeting, and Rob Olson called, and about three or four other people, and I said, you know, the sharks are circling. We've got to decide what to do. And uh, because of you, Paul said, all right, let's figure out the message, and let's get it out there, and we'll tell people the truth. We've got to talk to the employees, let them know. And so that was incredible. I was like, wow, she uh, talked Paul Walzer into doing something that I couldn't do. So, well, thank you. And we've been friends ever since. We have. We have. I count on you all the time. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a good strategy. Yeah, I'm good just point. telling you. It's Doug. You know. <laughs> and that was the time when Paul picked up the phone. His first call was to Michelle uh, Bachman, and she wouldn't take his call. What? Uh, yep. Blew him off. And Why Paul's a Republican. You take Paul and then he called Amy Klobuchar, and she's like, how can I help? And yeah, she was great. Yeah. Big yeah. fan ever since. In fact, when he was on the podcast here in the beginning of the summer, um, she called him in the middle of the podcast, and he oh. flipped her down. Yeah, he did. Look who's calling. I'll call her later. <laughs> so we've got to take a really quick break here, and we'll be back with more car selling secrets. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Ah, uh, ballroom blitz. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We are back with Car Selling Secrets with Jay Marie. The talk and text line is open. If any of her employees would like to call and harass her, that number is 612-295-1526. It is so funny. You've followed the form of nearly every guest I've had on the show, even though you know Tom and have known him a long time. She was so nervous. She's emailing me. That's because she knew Katie was going to be. What kind of questions are you going to ask me? Very nervous. We have no idea, and we just wound up talking about... testicles (laughs) testicles <laughs> <laughs> something i'm very yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm, I'm glad you stopped yourself <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to go back, maybe not quite as far as testicles, but Thank I you. do want to go back to something you said, which I think was so great for both of your businesses. Is you said there's so much noise out there, yeah, clutter, yes, and yep. clutter, and so really, if you're not working with public relations firm who can help guide you through that you're mm. spending so much extra time and effort and money and spending your wheels thing. a lot of times right absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah we have there's a lot of confusion absolutely and i'm blessed to have a team that they're all experts i mean they've all been doing it for a really long time and and have expert advice and and yeah it saves time and money absolutely and we love our clients they stay around for decades it's oh yeah forever a great time and thank goodness so does my team and they aren't listening or texting because they're busy working oh sure they oh, are. here we go let's get the bunnies cam <laughs> going here <laughs> bunny cam the do these people cam. look familiar yeah. i like bunnies <laughs> a lot it is a good what's place. his what's the bartender's name again mm. oh what the hell is his name skinny his name his nickname is skinny okay. and he's not <laughs> well, they never are yeah, they yeah. never are tiny's exactly. always like six four and yeah, 380. Yeah. well remember that that was a don rickles thing on the tonight show remember he was on the audience that. interviewing people guy stands up he's about six five weighs about 500 pounds he goes hey what you, what's your name buddy he goes my name's tiny goes, tiny huh what's your wife a waffle <laughs> he was wonderful. He was absolutely wonderful. I, I, I love the fact that you're on today because I think no, a lot of people don't know the things that you know. You, you're aware of that, right? No. You're not aware of that? <laughs> well, they don't. Believe me, they don't know. I, I, I think maybe uh, going from, from boomers to, to millennials to Generation Z, Z, it's not transferring down. It's interesting. Not at all. Um, we did a focus group just yeah. a couple of weeks ago with um, young men, 17 to 18, who happened to be um, studying to become uh, repair people okay. in, in the automotive world and said, why okay. did you choose this? How did you choose this? Who influenced you? Couldn't you couldn't actually get me a, some emails. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I, we're joking, but Jamie knows this. Money. This is the hardest thing for an auto dealer to, to, to hire for right now is automotive Service. techs. Oh, really? Right. Oh, it's Absolutely. brutal. It's cut Why? Well, because you know, the, the demand is much higher than the supply, mm. quite honestly. How and much the, do they the, make? Maybe I'll quit radio. I'll become a tech. Well, really good techs, when they get to be masters, uh, the good ones are north of 100. Really? Well, Sandy's kid's got his uh, diesel uh, no, certificate, right. and he's yeah, 21, right. and he just bought his first house, and he's Sandy's kid. Yeah, I mean, if he, well, he's got Mary's brain, maybe. Well, that's probably, let's hope. Uh, we're hoping he's got, she's, he's got Mary's brain. That'd be nice. Sandy. So what did you learn from these young fellas? Um, quite a bit, that they spend 900% of their time here, which we all kind of yeah. knew, but really yeah. seeing it, talking about Trustal Radio, sorry, but they're like, huh? Oh, they have no uh, idea. Yeah. They have no, they haven't even what it is. Television? Not so much. Not, nope. So, you know, reaching them and making sure you get a hold of them and get their attention. We talked about what was the last billboard. One of the questions asked is, what was oh, the last God. billboard you saw? See, I, oh. that's why I never paid for billboard <clears throat> advertising when I ran marketing, because the only one that I remember is the one that violated all the rules of billboards. Billboard marketing, you're only supposed to have, what, seven, seven. words? Yep. Chipotle had a brilliant one years ago. There was, a, like, 100 words on it, but they <laughs> only had seven that were highlighted. So right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, I want a burrito. Well, anyway. I think it gets back to the a lot of the things. Obviously, traditional media works. It would still be here, and, and right. obviously that's an important part of what we do every day, day in and day out, is make sure that our clients' money is spent wisely in those mediums. But also, I go back to the days, Tom, when we first met, doing movie screenings. Yeah, 300 yeah. people who saw that film, and the goal they saw it the night before the goal is they'd go to work and talk about it around the water cooler. Or now we hope they get online or uh, on their social media and talk about it and then drive those ticket sales. I mean, Minneapolis has been one of the top movie markets in, for decades because right. that magic works. Mm. Well, the weather sucks. I will tell you <laughs> one thing about that. You'd like to be inside. I yes. do not think. Hell or High Water, the Jeff Bridges movie, would have br ever broken without what you did. The, you, those screenings broke that movie. It would have never made it had those people not gone on the street and say, hey, this is a really good movie. Right. Those right. things do work really well. Absolutely. Well, and who do you trust? I mean, we know that. We go to our Facebook friends. We go to anyone. Yeah. So yep. there's all those layers of approach, and, and it's important you pay attention to all of them. Absolutely. 
Well, listen, and I want to ask both of you guys this because this is just my perception. I don't know if it's true. So in the automobile business 10 years ago, there's this breathless rush to digital. Like, we don't need anything. that's just all. It's, 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 it's on the Internet. Yeah. And then we didn't do that. We did cut out a lot of traditional media. I mean, we, you know, we've given up on the newspaper and we cut way back on a lot of the radio marketing, but we didn't abandon it. And mm-hmm. to me, it seems like in the last five years, a lot of marketers are starting to realize that you can't do it all digital. It's just too hard to tell the story. Right. Yeah. You know, you can right. tell the story of what the product is, but mm-hmm. you can't create any desire for the company. And as a dealer, that's a particular problem because here's an insider secret. Oh, mm. The Toyota Corollas that Rudy Luther sell are just the same ones that Walls are They are? They make them in the same building. Sometimes they'll even come on the same trucks. Don't tell Danny because he'll get off the practice tee. That's right. (laughs) So the it it, and I don't know if I'm alone and this is just perception, but do you see a a little bit of a tide shift from digital back to traditional marketing? I would say a little bit. I'm making sure we were talking earlier. Um, we have this little show called Emissary Back to the 50s, and we were just meeting with their committee talking about, you know, how do we Thank continue? you for that woman, by the way, and her name it? escapes me. Linda? She was Linda, Linda who Lucas. was She's from amazing, the Back she? to the 50s. She was on this. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this year there are 20 different places we're suggesting and recommending they put money because they obviously have to talk to young people yeah. or that sport won't be continue to be as popular as right. it is. But we also don't want to lose the other end. And so how do you reach mom who might take the kids out and dad who's into the cars and had that car and grandpa who might bring their grandkids and, and all of that. So in digital, it's not only it's pre-roll. It's you know, there's a local podcast that did a lot of stuff about cars. There, that, yeah, that might be a good place to be. Matter of fact, I saw your the sales picture. department. <laughs> yeah, call, call the sales department. You were actually in there as your podcast is one of our recommended so it is oh, it's fun but it's nice. also you. educating clients they're busy yeah. moving their business forward they're not necessarily yep. able to pay all that attention or, or look at the trends and know what's going on and one I, I at times feel sorry for people like you that run ad agencies because you know unlike what your husband does nobody is going to give an orthopedic surgeon advice other than perhaps another orthopedic surgeon or his or wife me. <laughs> or me but in the marketing business pretty it much any, any well. client that happens to own a television or has ever read a newspaper is some at some level a marketing genius and it's just got to be really it's good to take all the input you can <laughs> wow that's Spoken diplomatic like a that's true very professional right there i got to make a make cuz i do a lot of sales calls mm-hmm. you know Jamie and i were talking about that during the break and a lot of clients are stunned that i will do that they just can't believe that i show up and go oh you actually did come and i said yeah i do the thing mm-hmm. i uh, they said no one else ever even in all the years has ever done that. And I, I, I thought, see, I would have assumed like back in the days, Boone and Erickson would go out on sales calls or whatever, but apparently radio people don't like doing that, and television people don't either. Well, I there guess. again, I and Boone and Erickson, at the height of their power, I think that sales staff just had to answer the phone. Yeah, so well, that probably wasn't no, that no question. But yeah, I think when I started at KQRS, they had like about a 40 share yeah. or something. Yeah, was, yeah, and at the all-time high, I think there were a seventy-share radio. Yeah, at that point, have the now? internal yeah. sales strategy is how Zero. much more can we care? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. Well, I, look, I mean CCO is always going to have its audience. It's just not going to get measured. I mean, if there's anyone that's really getting hammered uh, by by the the meter system, it's KSTP AM, which just went away. Which is not true because they still had a lot of listeners. Yeah, but it mm-hmm. just went away. And then CCO has a ton of really good talent. I mean, not Brittany, but other <laughs> But other You're talking about Cy Amundsen. <laughs> he was on last summer. On CCO? Yeah, he filled oh, in for... Uh, I didn't know that. So the, the afternoon show is Paul Douglas and Jordana Green. They're right. pretty good pair, Jordana actually. Jordana's very nice person. while. Yeah, very nice person. But yes. when one of the two is gone, they'll bring in the local sub. And right. Brittany uh, from the morning show did it just a few weeks ago, and... I was down at the boat, and really bad weather was coming, and I flipped in CCO because they really are really good about the weather alerts. I'm like, holy shit, that's Cy Amundsen. What's weirder, yeah. that he's on CCO or that I'm listening to him on CCO? <laughs> yeah. Well, but, yeah, but I, I, he and, I think he and Chad Hartman are friends, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. I think that's what it is because, yeah, he, 
What's the name of that thing that Chad does? Um, he does the paper. Days the paper. I mean, the paper runs it too. They run. They do an uh, a column together. Do they really? Well, I don't, well, I don't think it's a column. It's I think it's an audio deal. But it appears it's promoted in the Star Tribune, huh. and it's Chad Hartman and a couple other guys, but I can't remember who it is. Uh, is that the one he does with Dave Mona? No, no, no it's no. different. That's something different. Yeah, it's something different. Huh. But yeah, so Chad does that, and Chad. I always tease Chad because he goes, "Is it easy to be really, really liberal when your dad's worth a hundred million?" <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes it is. Yeah, it makes it very easy. <laughs> gives you a lot of freedom. <laughs> you they actually freedom have a lot of lefties on CCO now, which is really well, interesting. All yeah. it, I think it, it so. All I want to know what sales percentage you get when you go on those buys. Zero. I mean, how many clients sign up? Your closing ratio. Your closing ratio. Ah, yeah. Kind of figured that. Hi, I'm Tom Bernard, and here's the contract. And and by the way, this is. I included a a pen. (laughs) This is a Glock 22 I have in my pocket. (laughs) No, I I have not had anybody say no. Okay. I don't know why. Well, and I think it's really, really smart of you because they understand that you care and that you know when you take the time to do that. And I think time is one of the most valuable things we can give each other. See now that that's astute right there. That's why you're in the position you're in today. Here you with you guys. Well, well, the, yeah. <laughs> you look at you. Maybe not you hear to me. No, I think so. Like seriously, just having our kids here, I think it's terrific to hear this because mm-hmm. Alex is thirty, Andy's thirty-three. You know, Cassie's 138. <laughs> or 38. Oh, or 38, that's what it is. There's days, though. But no, Andy and Alex, our, our children are here, and it's good for them to hear how, how the whole world works. That it's not just television, it's not just radio, it's digital, it's oh, all I these different delivery services. Had never Absolutely. realized. I'm talking about the way it works, not... Oh, God. The world is more than really? television? I was talking about the way the Which business is work. Which I don't even work. have. Tom, how many salespeople have you actively gone out with um a few yeah well actually i've gone out with pretty much everybody on our staff to tell you the truth they have to consider that to be a they're very nice about it they're very very nice about it because i don't take over the meeting that's one thing i do not do because i think that'd be stupid you know go over there listen don't pay attention to doug i'll tell you I don't, that's not how it works at all. Right. I just go out and we... Uh, I'd like to see you try to sell a car. <laughs> me try to sell a car? Oh, I'd be like the guy in used cars. Remember the guy in the big black guy that used cars? Get the goddamn car. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? Just buy it. God. Just get the damn car. Let's go. We have all day. The best was Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Toyotas. He takes a job selling Toyotas as a young professional African-American couple. Oh, God. She really wants the car and Larry's kind of closing in on her and the husband says, uh, you know, honey, I think maybe we better think about it. And he goes, excuse me. And he grabs him and goes, dude, stop effing with my shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very good episode. Oh, God. That was wonderful. But I think in the future, if we're going to do business on television and radio and mm-hmm. podcasting for that matter mm-hmm. you're going to have to go out on sales calls mm-hmm. because people this whole deal oh well that's yeah i've been around for 34 years on that now i started actually at kstp 48 years ago now this is a long wow. time ago but i think they want to they want to talk to the person they want to meet the person it's not just oh they're going to do it yeah but the, there are radio people and i'd say almost all of them don't want to meet with any advertisers they just sure. don't want to do it. They don't want to talk to salespeople. They don't want to talk to management. They don't talk to anybody. I'm thinking, I was wrong in this room, my Rolodex, as you guys were talking about. The only other guy as an advertiser in radio that I ever met with was Dave Lee. And Dave's a great guy. He used to come out on sales calls. Dave's Absolutely. a really good guy, yeah. And John Hines. Oh, John. Yeah. John's birthday. Oh, it was bir- birthday. It was, today's my sister's birthday. Yesterday was Mark Rosen's birthday. The 8th was John Hines' birthday. The 7th was my birthday. We're all born in the same week, pretty much. The tenth was mine. Tenth was yours, yeah. so you're right in the club too. Welcome See, to Dougie's was on the, the fifth. fifth. Wow. Here's some, this is a quick story. So Sarah's taken to watch. Oh, we got to take a break. Oh, we'll be right back with, with Dougie's story. Yeah. Tom here for Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Saber and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Saber. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. 
This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the Ultimate Weight Loss Program, powered by Nutmos, is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life, and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we only have, we, we, we got, I got to do two recruitment things here. Because, go ahead. Because Andy and Katie and Catherine and Alex and I are going to go down, you're going down to Key West, aren't you? Oh, I most likely we will definitely, most likely definitely, most likely, so most definitely, likely definitely. We'll are you going? Consider I don't know. We might be going <laughs> to Mexico in February. Forget Me- Mexico. That's where the Mexicans are. My name is Jesus. <laughs> when is it again? We gotta get Jay that Marie much? down to Key West, yeah. man. Just sign me up. All right. Oh my You're God, uh, is it fun? Uh, I was talking to Nick Swardson yesterday. You know, very very successful stand-up comedian. He was on the show yesterday. I said. He said, are you going to the Super Bowl? I said, Nick, we're going to be down at Key West, and the Super Bowl's like the day before we go down there. So if you want it, and the Super Bowl's in Miami. Oh. Oh. get Uber. Right on over. You <laughs> 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 just Uber to the Super Bowl it would not, and come not back. Be cheap, but nice. you could. No, it would not be cheap. But so Swartzen's all fired up now. He's, he's all wound up because he wants That'd to. That'd be great if you get him down there. He goes, Fun, you know, I stopped drinking. And you just brought up Key West. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> Do they go together? That's true. Yeah, it is kind of a little bit of a drinking uh, it town. It might be a drinking town. I like the guys. All of my young children with me. So Anybody over the that. age of 45, a guy over the age of 45 in Key West's eyes are like this. <laughs> like, Why do you drink a little oh. more, man? Oh, it's oh. breaking. Be brutal. No doubt about that. Anyway, so you got to come, Doug. Forget Mexico. You're out. All right, I'll okay. Mexico's out. Sarah. We, we did have a great we'll go to time Teresa's in Nashville. over there by Byerly's and have over a taco. to Mexico from Key West. Yeah, you can yeah. go over the Gulf. Yeah. You don't work for myself, far. so it's a little tough. To, oh. be nice to, to talk to him. Two weeks off, His Royal Highness. Two weeks. Well, if to it took a. Well, how long are you going to be in Key West? So like five or six. Five days. or six days. Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. We, we don't and Andy and Melissa are coming. Alex and the kids are coming. Everybody's coming, man. Dan's not because he never comes. Alex is coming. Alex is coming. Yeah. Sounds like fun. So you're out. I'll be there with the children. So you're out. Dan's staying home. Actually, he might have to go to New Zealand. I have to. I want to go to New Zealand. He has to go to New Zealand. He may have to go to New Zealand. I got to sit down with him if he's going to do that because there's a place called Cloudy Bay that he needs to go. Well, he'd be there for work. Is that a winery? Oh, yes, it is. And it's really a good winery. I think I've heard of that before. Back when I had a lot of money. It's back when I had a lot of money. He'll be there for work, so he can't just like pop over to a winery. That's all they do in a biking business is drink. What are you talking about? Not wine. Oh, booze? Beer. Beer. Oh, beer. beer. Yeah, that's beer. right. So it's a, a beer It's deal. a beer culture. Mm-hmm. In any case, sorry, Doug. No, that's fine. We get out of your way here. No, you ask on. Katie, what questions do you have for Jay? Wait, didn't you no, have a story? I, you didn't you yeah, it, I want to hear your story. story. Actually, it wasn't very good because oh, it tied so in with it. birthdays so like and stuff and aging and all this sort of stuff. So I'll just skip it. So it's like your other story. It's not for Story. <laughs> you tee yourself up a lot. You hurt you know I know. You hurt my feelings. You hurt my uh, feelings. Doug. Your doggy is devastated so I'll tell it quick. Now. Sarah likes to watch Colbert, and, and uh, Tim Robbins was on last night. Oh. And he's totally white, full white beard, and really? he looks kind of really? old. And I'm like, God, Tim I Robbins, love him. he's looking old. Love that guy. So I Google that he's younger than I am. <laughs> by, by about three weeks. Well, oh, three weeks. Okay, well, that's good. So then I started thinking about Susan Sarandon. And never mind. Oh, because of? Bull Durham. Yeah. Bull oh. Durham, that's right. Oh, that was a good one. She's <clears throat> a little older. Yeah. Right? 
but still beautiful. Still It really yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, honey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I digress. Well, she, so that was Susan my story. Sarandos, she's no Sarah, though. But that's right. You have, I just to to, the you have to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show when you really think about it. Oh, that's Susan right. That was... Mm-hmm. Oh, she in that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you, you've the never seen it, lead. have you, Tom? Oh, God. You have you hear seen my, it? This is a 60-second story. You have to understand that I grew up in North Minneapolis, and my friends and I... You guys weren't going to Rocky Horror? <laughs> no, Rocky Horror. <laughs> oh, you did go? Yeah. You went? But here's the bad part. In North uh, Minneapolis? You no, don't no, no, remember it. Yeah. No, no, I, I remember it. I think it was the only place it played. Was up I am not yeah. kidding. So we go, and there are four of us in the in the, in the theater. Uh-oh. And we're kind of looking around at everybody, and they go, mm. what's that guy doing over there with that umbrella? Like, I don't know. I don't know he's got an umbrella. Why has that guy got that bag? They asked me all that stuff. All of a sudden, we find out what it's all about, and the biggest of us stands up, and he goes, hey! And everybody goes quiet, and he goes, any of you people shoot me with a squirt gun, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> You're not the Rocky Horror Picture Show demographic no. at that point. I was back in those days, it was. Really? That was, a long, that was like 40 years I ago. I didn't yeah. have to the live or the screening for it. And oh, you were? The, yeah, at uh, GalaxyCon. They you just writing people? Oh. No, they had toilet paper thrown oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rice. Backs, Toast. Rice. That's right. Toast. Throw rice. Seen it. Yeah. Toast. Such a you bizarre was it it? Tim, you have Tim to Curry. see it. Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to. I just It's like an American tradition. You have to see it. Yeah. I'd like to see it. I just have never... Meatloaf. What do they throw? They throw. What do they throw? They throw rice. They throw toast. They throw... Toilet paper. They squirt guns. What else? Um, our our aisle was very dry. And, and they have the rubber. <laughs> did they snap the rubber gloves? I think they did that, oh, too. Yeah. Right? Oh. Did they? Let's well, go yeah. up to the lab. <laughs> yeah, because the well, they had the live performance on the stage, and then they had oh, two yeah. screens going with the movie. And then, of course, some of the people from the theater that does it, they were doing the callbacks, walking around and yelling I told stuff. you we wouldn't be talking about cars or marketing. It's and you were worried. No, it's everything. It's no, all I, it, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was interesting. It was my first time doing the the live screening type yep. thing yeah. for it. So it was fun. And Excellent. I got drunk. Not you. No. Hard to believe. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sammy Davison Jr. over there he with was. my one eye. <laughs> Having a great time, no yeah. question about it. I, I don't know. Do you so is there one outlet now that, that which which format draws in the most advertising money now? Because back in the days, it used to be television, I would assume. Broadcast television back in the day. And, you know, then, of course, we got the Netflix of the world that don't run advertising. So, and even if the answer is podcast, don't say podcast. Too easy. In terms of share of listener. I think ratings are all over, and I can't honestly answer you on that I, one. I don't know and either. And for us, it would depend on the client and the target and the time yeah, of year. And yeah, So it, mm. it's just so widely varies. I just um, wonder what, if there's one, because it obviously for years was, was broadcast television. Well, and newspapers. ABC, NBC, and, and newspapers, that's right. Oh, God, At one that time, used to be brutal. Full-page ad used to be 15 grand. <laughs> what? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. how many days? Back One. Remember the one. One trucks? day? Oh, the double trucks, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had fun with those. Those were bendy. <laughs> At one time, Neymar Figure was the second biggest advertiser in newspapers next to... Dayton's at the time. Wow. Oh, exactly. Because yeah. the movie industry ran the heck out of oh, these. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's We'd true. insert posters and do special yeah. deliveries. And, that's terrific. Yeah, it was great fun. That was great fun. There's no doubt about it. That, yeah, that's... I'm gonna have to track that down and see where all, where most of the money goes. Yeah, I can look that up and get back to you. That'd be really interesting. I, I would be. That'd be fascinating because it's changed so much, as you said. Uh, pretty much under the age of what forty, they don't really know much about about radio or television. Well, is it th- or is it They 35? approach it differently. They're, they're busy watching people unbox things. Yes. Instagram influencers. They're going to Oh, that's here. right. The little kid unboxing things. Little yeah. kid? No. Oh, I thought it was be... a little kid that nope. had the, the biggest no. one. No, there's. Oh, oh, maybe the biggest one. I don't know about tons that. Tons of them. Yeah. It's just Un- amazing. There's maybe literally no barrier for entry, so there's an yeah. infinite Why amount of unboxing. Why do you want somebody to unbox something? I'd rather watch somebody unbox something than an ASMR video. Oh, oh, God. God. Those are or twist. <laughs> What's ASMR? I'm afraid it's to It's when ask. they, like, they, they whisper into the microphone, and they just talk very gently. What? What's ASMR? They, like, crinkle things directly into the microphone. And there's, like, wind huh. chimes, and sometimes they 
chew things. What does uh, ASMR, ASMR stand, stand for? Do we actually I have absolutely no idea, and there's tons of money in it. Yes. We watched one in ECFB so today. What does we ACMR stand for? I don't know what ASMR is. Autosomal Auto. meridian response, yeah, which is not real. They'll set up like that. That's been BS yeah. for the last hundred years. But there's like, we watched a video, and oddly enough, in Sage's ECFE class this morning, which is early childhood family education, like mm -hmm. his little, because we were talking about sensory stuff, and then... I don't know how it came up, but we watched a video, and this woman had like four million subscribers, and she was just like she had glitter on her fingertips. Four million. And she was just like, today we are going to talk about the baguette that I ate this morning. Hey, why don't like, we do this? Like, why don't we talk about kidding? this? Why don't you stop completely at a stop sign? Can I whisper that uh, out? So, <laughs> is it, so what it is, is that designed to calm people down? Yeah, uh, people yeah. don't really like to admit it, but it's kind of a self-infantilization kind of thing. Mm -hmm. oh, it it makes you feel like you're a baby and your mom's whispering to you. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, gonna go like this. That. I'm calm. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll like. Don't tell like, me to calm down. <laughs> yeah, they have like multiple microphones Testicles. set up, and they'll just have this very monotone, low, whispery voice, and then they'll like make. Oh like just God. noises, so, and I let, guess not, gonna, let me let me know if this would work. You're not going to sell cars that way. No, very weird. No, you're not going to sell cars. You are going to use way. radio. You're yeah. going to use television. Right. You're going to use ASMR. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be happening. No, but it's ads. Pop ads just pop up during their videos, and all these people are watching these videos for some damn yeah. reason, and they're like, "Oh, okay." You know what would be, you know what'd be funnier than hell? Put a. Uh, Pop-up ad for Dick Enrico right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> do you recall any of the ads that popped up do. when you were watching it? I haven't seen we Dick only watched years. it for like 10 seconds because okay. we were all just like, oh, God, why? It bothers the hell out of me. Yeah, it's it. really. I I know what I just so said. So how were you weird. exposed to it? I was talking it. about Dick and Rico. And I said, I haven't seen Dick in years. That's going to come back to uh, Sound drop. <laughs> so you had to then bring That's, it up again. Yeah, then you yeah, said exactly. to bring it up. Just to make sure you understood what was going on. You say it's slower. Dick's fine. He's working his. Dick's a good guy. His second shade out in Minnetonka. Did you ever work with him? Have. He's, I've served on boards speaking with him or panels speaking with him. I think he is resilient and brilliant. He, he is a. He knows uh, how to sell. I can't. I still yeah, and oh I've God, stolen his yeah. line before. Uh, why buy used when slightly used will do, why except when the deals are this good. So yeah. right. What does that actually mean? Because it's it's a circle if you think about it. it yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I'll very, tell you a funny smart. story about <laughs> tangentially about him. I played golf in a tournament with Jerry Brower from Comcast. Oh, fun. Uh, uh, Ron Glassman, who was the part owner of uh, what was then Towsley Ford, and Denny Hecker. And it was Roadrunner Cable. It was a big deal. Was I, it only the two of you that went to prison then? Yeah, no, very <laughs> funny. I was standing in for Ted Turp. Oh, hey, Ted oh, could, Ted, well. No, Ted couldn't make it. He goes, hey, you got to go play golf with Jerry. I'm like, oh, sounds like a pretty good way to make some money. So anyway, Denny was bitching. <laughs> He goes, that effing Brower. I told him I wanted to meet a celebrity, and he brought over Dick Enrico. <laughs> so about three holes later, the gal, remember the Watson Pool commercials? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gal comes in the it's bathing hot. suit and it teetering over in the high. She walks right across the green in these, like, six-inch high heels oh. just to meet Denny. Oh, God. Oh, that's not a good plan. No, it wasn't. That's all I have to say. How was right. the round? <laughs> Yeah, um, well, really. I will tell you this because I've told the story Did before. You do that to rub your eye no, no, no. I didn't give her the phone card. <laughs> so it was a scramble, nice. like they all are. But I had never, I really never met Denny before, and I'd certainly never played golf with him. Uh, he was the last person to tee off on the first hole, and Jerry's pretty good. You know, he's a mm. former golfer and a good athlete. And mm -hmm. Denny looked like he was having a stroke. He had the oh, worst yeah. golf stroke. Oh, and I yeah. thought he was effing around. I started laughing, and then I realized <laughs> oh, no. I'm the only one laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he and uh, what's his face, the, the former NBA player. The hell's his name? Oh, what's his I, face? Uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. He has the worst golf swing. I mean, his golf swing is like this. Charles, you're terrible. You're terrible. Ter 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 terrible. Does it work for That's just terrible. First time I ever met Denny Hecker. Did I tell you this? Uh -uh. First time I ever met him was in front of Spring Hill, a golf course. Mm -hmm. 
and I'd never it's met a public nine holer. Yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. Tiny little. So thing. we, uh, I walk up, and Danny Hecker's standing in front of the clubhouse. And watch, he goes, Tom Bernard, how are you? I said, not too bad. How are you, Denny? He comes over, hugs me, and kisses me on the cheek. First time I ever met him. Uh, <laughs> Catherine's not going to kiss familiar. me anymore. Too familiar. <laughs> it was right here, honey. She can still kiss me over here. Okay. That is odd, because swim. from what yeah, I understand, Denny is not a drinker at all. So that was just sober behavior. <laughs> that was sober behavior. He was not drunk, though. I don't, I don't think Denny was ever a I don't drinker. Think he, I, don't I don't think, think he, he, he was might he? be a teetotaler. Not I don't that know. I know. I don't think he Do was. Do you pull out that reaction from many people, though? Do they people hugging and kissing me? You know who does more than anybody? This is true. Who does more than any is women of color. They love to hug and kiss me. I don't know why that is. Why would that be? It must be your piercing blue eyes. Because I'm soul brother number one. I'm assuming it's a rhetorical question because there's no women of color in here. There is not an answer to that that I'm aware of. I don't know. I could call a couple friends if they have any input. You could call Courtney Cottrell. You can call her. She's yeah. great. She was a great guest yesterday. You got 10 seconds, Buster. Uh-oh. God, I told you. How fast is this going? Way too fast. May I come back? Please yes. come oh, back. Oh, now she wants to come back. Media. No, I want to say it. I love it. That wraps up episode 31 of Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Tune in next week. We've got Officer Bob on. This Bob should be Grohl. really interesting. That'll be, that's going to be interesting. He is, uh, Bob is the head of the Minneapolis Police Federation and famously appeared at the Trump rally just three or four weeks ago. So we'll have a lot to talk about with Green Line violence, downtown Minneapolis, and the president. It's so. okay if I bring Jacob Fry with me? That would be awesome if you could. <laughs> that would be something else, man. Those two. I'm working on righties and lefties. We're going to get some interesting. Well, no, I, I think, and I think that's a great approach. Yeah. Absolutely. Get some middle, some left, some right. Get everybody's opinion. And we'll have to rename the show because we don't actually talk about cars anymore. Other than <laughs> you, can you should buy a Toyota. <laughs> yeah. You Walzer. should buy a car from Walzer. Well, and thank you for remembering that story from my days with You're Walzer. Welcome. Appreciate it's a it. wonderful thing. Jamie, you, you absolutely have to come back. Absolutely. You have Thank to you. come it's back. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> How about that? All right, staff, get out of bunnies. The boss is on her way. Yeah. <laughs>